Welcome to Dr. Zoe Today, where the topics are real, raw, and relevant about business, entertainment, and relationships. Warning, do not listen to this show if you are sensitive to controversial issues or easily offended. Dr. Zoe and her guests are not to be held liable for any shock, pissing of the pants, sudden desire of change, or uncontrollable laughter. Now, here's your host, Dr. Zoe. Hey everyone and welcome back to the show. Tonight we are going to do a happy 4th of July mid-season remix because you know I'm sipping on a drink watching some fireworks somewhere. So definitely enjoy and also stay tuned because we will be announcing the 4th of July's hottest pick of the week. Time to spill the tea. So don't come back and say that Dr. Don't Zoe said to put the hair dryer in your vagina. No, that don't not do that. And if it fits, do not do and that. It, and if it fits, go to box to number one. <laughs> At least I pay some bills, honey. Okay. And we are going to have a little girl talk tonight about being sexually fluid. Oh, shit. Now, this is the real tea, so hopefully I don't get anything from this, but because I like you. Do you think, like, on Bachelor in Paradise, like, you see so many couples, like you even said, the majority of the girls when you went on the U.S. edition, you know, of Bachelor in Paradise, that they were mostly linked up already. Do you think a lot of these couples, they linked up for the cameras and it's so... Like, they make these connections, and it's so serious, but it's more for airtime. And then so many of these couples don't make it once they leave. Like, you know, it's a very small percentage that actually really make it after they leave, even if they had a great connection. It's even interesting how many couples will break up when it comes to, like, towards the end of the season where you think that they're going to, like last because it was so awesome. They had such a good connection. Like even Colton before his, uh, you know, before his season on The Bachelor, you know, I mean, he just on Bachelor in Paradise, he just seemed like he had like a great connection. And then he's like, nope. And then, yeah. you know, it happens all the time. But do you think it's more like that sensual, like, ooh, I want this, this is sexy. I want this airtime. This isn't really a person that I would be connected with. And I'm talking about both for girls and guys. I think they both, a lot of people both do it. It's like, this isn't necessarily somebody that I would date outside the show or even be really attracted to outside the show. But this is, this is great TV, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, to answer your question, I think that I'm super naive. I go, I go about these. You know, in that you know, I could potentially find a girl in my dreams, or potentially build a relationship with somebody. And for me to say that people go on there for exposure and to link up and to try to get airtime, I'm sure it happens. I don't know. I'm sure it happens though. Um, but like I said, through this whole process, no one really understands it as much because once you get your phone taken away, once you get your social media taken away, once you get your friends, family, any connection to internet world, ever you start to reflect on your feelings and your thoughts and what you said and what they said, and you remember certain things and you can kind of distinguish between, oh, this, this is a serious relationship or not. It's, and like I said, everything's super expedited, and so you're opening up at a rate that is extremely quick. And that might yeah. take some people out, but everyone's there for an experiencing that same feeling. So. 
So guys, Dr. Zoe's a pillow princess. She does not get it. You're growing up with somebody around your age that had your daddy's name and everybody was wondering if that's your daddy's son too. It was, was so, it was weird. And we've all weird, laughed right? about it because yeah. Isaiah will get, Isaiah will text me and be like, uh, one of your friends just came up to me and said, I know you, who's not my brother, but called me your brother. And then I'll <laughs> message him and do the same thing. It's it's funny. That's but, great. That's you know, I, 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 I kind of think it's awesome because Isaiah yeah. actually got his name because his dad lost a bet. My yeah. The bet was his dad was a big Lakers fan. And his friend was a Pistons fan. And the bet was whoever wins the series, the firstborn has to be named after, you know, the winning team. Yeah. And so my dad won. And there we have Isaiah Thomas. But what's crazy is that you guys are around the same age. Yeah. You're right around the same age. Don't you start a controversy. My dad is my dad, and his dad is his dad. Yes, I get it. I get it. I'm just, I'm not trying to start no controversy. I'm just saying. I love the fact that the two of you are doing business together because she truly needs someone that she can trust Mm -hmm. and she can count on. And I know. The Greeks are the best, right? <laughs> ah, thank you. Thank the you Greeks very much. Are the best. Yeah. I know that, you know, a lot of people have mentioned during the years that Lindsay has been through a lot, and that's actually true. But the thing is that I haven't met that side of Lindsay. Don't forget that. I started hanging out with Lindsay when she was fine, you know? Yeah. She was all about business. So it's a totally different thing from what people have mentioned. Right. What I saw, I mean, you know. Right. I love that she is uh, living in Dubai to, you know, get away yeah. from the paparazzi and get a break from. I think that's that. the whole. That's yeah. that's the reason that you know destroyed the whole, you know, uh, Lindsay Lohan thing, the paparazzi. That's how it started, at least. Yes. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about the show a little bit. So what happened? How mm-hmm. did the show come about? Did MTV come out and do? Uh, interview, like what happened? How did the show come about? Uh, they were talking with uh, Lindsay's manager at the moment, and uh, they were thinking, you know, now that she's a big entrepreneur and uh, she's doing these uh, things with the clubs and everything, that uh, they would be interested to do a show. So let's talk about how did the show come about? Did you guys pitch it to MTV or... How did that happen? Yes. So, so the show came about because after the documentary was at Sundance, um, pretty much right after, I started getting emails uh, mm-hmm. or, or, and Facebook messages from people saying, oh, my God, I, you know, I heard you had this thing happen to you where you were talking to someone on the Internet who turned out to be someone they, totally different. That happened to me. Uh, I never told anybody. I've been embarrassed. Or... I think that's happening to me now. What do I do? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, of course, didn't have an answer, but I, I it was very clear that I was not the only person who was dealing with this sort of thing. Right. And so we all kind of put our heads together and just said we should figure out a way to tell these people's stories and help them do what I did, which is 
go and meet and find out who they're talking to. Um, and so, yeah, we pitched it to a few different networks. Uh, MTV was, was the most excited. Yeah. Um, and the rest is sort of history. Yes, awesome. So you've had the show for so long and the documentary, Sundance, awesome, successful. Have you ever thought about taking it to the big screen, like pitching it to a production company and taking like your four craziest cases and having actors and actresses because everybody loves you. So you've already got those connections like to be in a movie and have it on the big screen, dude. Have you ever thought about that? I have not actually thought about that. Um, and like, yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Like Universal, even Netflix now is putting out like major productions and they're like hot. I have a lot of clients in LA, but anyway, we'll talk about that later. And now it's time for Dr. Zoe's Sexiest Pick of the Week. If you would like a chance to win the Sexiest Pick of the Week and a shout out on the show, just download the Dr. Zoe Today app and enter through the Sexiest Pick Challenge tab. Here are the rules. Oh, there are none. Okay, guys, after careful review, we have decided that the hottest pick of the week goes to Gio and Evelyn Hernandez from Cooper City, Florida. This couple have gotten themselves into the most amazing shape, and they're encouraging others to do the same. Check out their photo right here on the Dr. Zoe Today app under our photo gallery. Happy 4th of July, Gio and Evelyn. So, you're at the Abbey, blah, blah, blah. What happens? You guys hook up this time, first time? No, definitely okay. not because, you know, I okay. was very green then. So, my answer, I mean, and what he said was, no, yeah, you'll come back to our house with us. And I was like, no, I don't play that game. So, that was kind of it. Ooh. I put the kibosh on it. And and then then I just saw him out years and years like the kibosh for, for, guys not the kibosh the kibosh okay go ahead. <laughs> go ahead yeah and then and then I just kind of but I thought like first of all he was wearing like silk pajamas at the Abbey so that was already something and I was like this guy is a character <laughs> I man. love like, it he, I love he it. is hilarious what is this twenty because I'm older than him so whatever he was like twenty one I'm like what the fuck is he doing wearing this at the Abbey but. I was intrigued because I thought, what a character. And then he, I what did, are those slippers that he wears? They're, they're not Louis Vuitton. What are they? They're, they're from he, they're from Stubbs, which we love Stubbs. Oh, so they're kind of shoes all the love. time. Yeah, I love but, that style. That's great. So he's at the Abbey and he's wearing pajamas because he can. And he can. you say and you say no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And then you don't see him for years. And then how do you guys see each other again? What happened the second time? I guess the short story is um, I started selling oh, I started, I listed a house in Malibu and he was spending the summer there. Um, and so he started messaging me about the house and it's like, Hey, you should come to my beach house. You should do this. And you know, listen, I'm, I'm, I've been around the block. So I kind of like know when someone's bullshitting me and I was like, you don't have a beach house. Like, why are you trying to impress me? You don't need to. I was like, and you have a boyfriend. And that's kind of like where it reconnected. It was Wait, like, I have a question. Is the boyfriend the guy that was on the show previously? Is yeah. it that guy? Oh, I yeah. was like, what is that all about? I never thought that. And I think everybody <laughs> has forgotten about that guy. Sorry, guy, whoever you are. But 
There's well, some people you, still but... some people still bring them up. I, listen, I think what that happens is I think they were first loves and they were best friends, and then they did what you know. Ooh, a lot of okay, well, let's just say he definitely upgraded head quite a bit. Okay, let's move on from that because I don't want to. They stop pay some bills, honey. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to say anything, but yeah, I mean, my gosh, that was like going from a Pinto to a Lamborghini. Um, okay, so. Oh, no. <laughs> do tonight gabby let's help some hoes tonight and we're going to take it we're going to take a minute to talk about dr zoe's 10 tips for a healthy vag so if you want to have a platinum pussy you need to listen up okay so 10 tips first of all number one you got to keep it tight you need to learn how to do kegel exercises exactly so to find your kegel muscle gabby do you know how to find your kegel muscle well, I just imagine it. Like, if you kind of just, like, think and you focus on your vagina and yeah. you just, like, pull it in, you're going to be able to, like, make those muscles clench in and out. And actually, fun fact, you do that during sex Oh yeah, with you're a gonna man. Milk, milk, milk the come out of his penis. And you don't even have to move. You can just, like, just clench, clench your muscles. And he's like, holy and fuck. He's and that's. And that's how you whip a motherfucker right there. Anyway, exactly. so, exactly. So here's the thing, though, guys. In order to find your Kegel muscle, because a lot of people are like, I don't know how to do it, and they've never used them before, and their mamas don't teach them anything, you stop the flow of your urine. So when you're peeing, stop peeing, and you'll feel, you'll feel a clench, and that's your Kegel muscle. And then I always say to women and girls, like, it's like a little elevator going up inside of you. You could be getting your nails done. Maybe you can. Yes. And I can, do kegels, <laughs> I can do kegels so well that I can make myself come just by doing kegels. So you can get That's these crazy. muscles. That's so you cool. can, well, you can get these muscles so tight. When I was younger, I used to put a pencil on my penis. And I, I mean, a pencil on my penis. Oh, my, my God. A pencil hey, penis. I mean, no, a pencil on my pussy and just like. Move the pencil. Just see if you can move the pencil. But I wouldn't suggest that. Don't put a pencil in your pussy, that girl. That's not get, like lead poisoning. No, I don't know yeah, exactly, that, exactly. Like, well, the racer tip end, but still, but don't, okay. but don't do that. Not but bad at that. What I'm saying though is that you can clench something that small and move it in and out, and that's when you're getting tight. And you know, I have kids, but I had C-section. So it didn't mess up, you know, mess me up down there. Thank God. But there's no excuses. Even if you've had a kid and ladies, one of the biggest things when I talk to guys is after you've had a kid, how that shit is not the same. You can get it back. Just do the Kegel exercises. Yes. And you little hoes that are all tore up, do the Kegels. All right. Number two. Keep this in mind. And it's so funny that you talked about waxing tonight because wherever there is hair, there's smell. So, like, wherever there's hair, there's going to be sweat and there's going to be smell. 100%. So, shave, shave that shit off, you know, get it waxed, do laser hair removal, do whatever you have to do to be bald. Plus, when you're bald, girls, all of the, all of the touches, all, everything is more intense. Every single touch is more intense. So, definitely hairless is the way to go. If you do a little patch up top, that's your prerogative. That hairless is the way to go. Definitely keep that stuff bald. Number three, no wet clothes. 
don't sit in wet clothing. I don't know if your mom taught you this, but you know, people they terrible for you. Yeah, it's so bad for you because bacteria like to breed in wet, warm places. So if you're in a wet bathing suit or if you're out all night dancing and your coochie's all sweaty and you stay in those clothes, and that it's going to be and then you're mad. No one yeah. has to know that. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to get a yeast infection. So definitely get out of the wet clothes. Let the coochie breathe as soon as possible. Number four, always wash from front to back. Okay. And this is 10 tips on a healthy veg, 10 tips on having a platinum pussy. Always wash from front to back. If you poop and you go to the bathroom and you're about to be with somebody and have sex, get your ass in the shower and wash your ass front to to back. Some you wipe it all over the place. Nobody likes a poopy pussy. Right, Gabby? Correct. And listen, if you wipe from back to front, you also increase increase your chance of having a UTI. And if you've ever had a really intense or painful urination when you're going to the bathroom and you've been diagnosed with a UTI and you wipe like that, that is a very high probability that that is the reason. You do yeah. not want to cause bacteria to go in that area of your vagina. And same thing when you're washing your vagina, front to back, Correct. front to back. Okay, number five, after you have sex, Make sure you pee because that's going to get rid of a lot of bacteria. So try to pee after you have sex and then clean your vag. Clean your vag with not hot water because hot water, and even if you take a hot shower, you should do a cool rinse on your vagina after you take a hot shower. But cool water, pat it dry. And then another, and this is after sex, very important. And you can ice your vagina too if you can stand it because that's really good for inflammation after you've had some rough yeah. sex and stuff like that. But cool water, pat it dry. And then you get a blow dryer that has like a cool temperature and you can blow dry your vagina with a cool air. And it's going to make your, the pussy likes air. It likes air. So same thing when you get out of the shower, use a blow dryer on cool. Don't put, I'm not saying put air up your coochie. So don't come back and say that Dr. Don't Johnny said to put the air hair up your in your vagina. No, that don't not do that. And if it fits, do not do and that. It, and if it fits, go to box to number one. <laughs> Definitely, like, just blow, just like you would blow dry your hair, you're moving the, the blow dryer around. Blow dry your vag on cool, not hot, cool. And that's going to feel good, and it's going to make your vagina heal and go back to what it needs to be. Wait, Try, you're not going to ha- be happy if you have a burn clit. Let's not do that. Yes, yes. Make sure it's a blow dryer that has a cool temperature setting. And number six, try to wear no panties. And if you're going to wear panties, wear cotton panties. Like if you have your period, you got to wear panties. If you're going to be in like something sexy, like silk panties or lace panties or a thong. And I know like Gabby and your line of work too, like you've got to be in certain outfits and stuff like that. But when you get home, take that shit off, wash your badge and let the coochie breathe. It needs I'm not even air. Yeah, I don't ever wear underwear, and I've been advised me against neither. it. People have told me to wear underwear sometimes, but I never have underwear on, ever. Like, ever. Yeah, I Where never I wear dress, underwear. It's not, don't. yeah, it's, you, the, the pussy loves to breathe. So that's, that's what, what a lot of issues where these girls, they stink, they smell, and we have to hear it from our guy friends, how they have such a foul odor, or they have a yeast infection, or they're just beat to hell because they never take care of their vaginas, and they look like roast beef curtains. Like, it's horrible. 
It's really, really bad. It's horrible. All right, number seven, don't ever use a douche. That shit will fuck up your pH. It's totally disgusting. Disgusting. Try to use a detachable shower head is best. Um, another number eight, organic coconut oil, best thing in the world. Now, if you're going to use it, don't use it as a lubricant with, with a condom because it will break down the It'll condom. It'll break the condom. Yes. So don't do that. But organic coconut oil, rub it all over your pussy all the time. If you're going to masturbate, use it. If you're, you know, with a girl, use it. It's edible. It's uh, antibacterial. It's going to fight against There are a lot of phenomenal infections. properties about coconut Yes, exactly. And you can brush your teeth with that shit you can do everything with coconut oil it's so good for your hair for everything for your skin shave your pussy with it it's very safe it's completely safe safe make sure it's organic and don't ever use it with a condom but seriously organic coconut oil you should have some and every every bitch should have a jar of that in their bathroom all right finally sex toys well number nine sex toys Plastic sex toys. Gabby, plastic sex toys, they carry, they break down just like a condom breaks down. The rubber and the plastic, it will leave stuff like residue in your vagina. And that's the reason why I suggest using sex toy cleaner and certain particular chemicals or things with it so that you don't create those issues. Still, the better thing to do, and I'm a little older than you, so I've been around the block a little longer, passionglass.com. Glass toys are so completely sanitary. Wow. Because, really? I've never yes, thought about that before. Yes. And they, you can get them customized at passionglass.com. But also, with glass toys, you can wash them just like you wash your dishes. And you, yeah, can, heat, you can heat them up. You can cool them. You can put them in the freezer. You can, But they're sanitary. And it's whatever toys you're using, make sure you wash your toys after you um, play also, with them. I have so, a very important thing to make. <laughs> yes. Very yes. important because I had to yes. do this recently. I had a roommate who took my vibrator. Oh. Do not share sex toys, ladies. That is the next thing that I have <laughs> down here. Do Don't not ever share tech sex toys. That is not a good idea. Listen, I had like it was like a hundred dollar rabbit that I can never use again because it went oh. into somebody else's vagina that was not my own, who I was not sexually involved with, and I'm hurting physically. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That is horrible. Yes. Never share sex toys. It's not, it's not a good thing. If it's a brand new sex toy, it's a one night thing. Don't use it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. And then number 10, check a dick, bitches. Check a dick. Okay. Number 10 tips for Dr. Joey's 10 tips for a healthy vag. If you want to have a platinum pussy, you need to follow these rules. Seriously, take care of your vagina. You only get one. But check a dick. If you're messing around with somebody new, you know, and, like, when you're messing around, you know, the first thing I always do is, like, make sure they're hard through their pants, their shorts, their jeans. I kind of run my forearm against their hard on to see what, what they're working with, right? So Your that's forearm? Yeah, like, I always just, like, brush them. Like, see, I'm right, old as hell. I go I, with a full grasp. There's no, no I don't for me. do a see full grasp. I'm playing hard to get because if you spread, like, peanut butter in a jiffy, then they're not going to have respect for you. So if it's somebody that I'm, it depends on the hey, situation. For you. If I'm just, if it's just, if it's just a one night thing and fun, then that's a different story, right? But yeah. if it's somebody that it's like I'm interested in, I'm starting to date, and then I want to see what he's working with. Yeah, like you know, he's hard, and then we're making out, and I just kind of like brush my arm up against it and just see, like see what he's working with. But another thing is, is before you allow somebody to stick their dick in you, you need to check that shit out. Don't just go right into sex 
like, get down there. Check it out. Make sure you can see, like, is there anything going on that doesn't look healthy? Like, don't just have random sex with anyone because you never know. And even if he raps his willy, you know, don't be silly. It can break. You know what I mean? 100%. So. I remember us getting into an Uber, and I don't remember anything of that, anything after that. You don't remember anything. You blacked out. I woke up um, bleeding from my asshole in my own bed. Okay. So did you tell anyone? Did you tell your cousin that was with you that met him? You know, did you tell anybody? I didn't tell anybody. Um for months later, um, I actually started doing hard drugs. Um, I started yeah. smoking, you know, crystal meth. I um, was doing, you know, GHB, ketamine, um, pretty much anything I can get my hands on outside of heroin. Um, Why? You feel I like started... it was just to numb the pain, like, because you didn't know how to deal with it? Well, let me ask you this first, Zeke. Did you do any of those kind of hard drugs before this happened? No. I mean, I had tried them, yes, but I, it wasn't a consistent thing. I'm not going to say right. that I never so did you start, so you do, So you start doing, you start partying a little harder, and do you feel like Not a little. Way? Not a little harder. Okay. okay. <laughs> harder. All right. So so it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't like from 30 to 45. It was like from 30 to speeding. <laughs> okay, got you, got you, got you. All got right, it? So, got it. Crystal clear. Crystal. Tell me what's the latest. Like a lot of my celebrity clients are listening. How can they come? What's going on with the brand right now? The resort, the club. Very so I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there's some changes, that. and everybody. And I have this problem of everybody texting me on Instagram, and they were like, oh, "We're coming this summer," and blah blah blah. But we have made some changes because we actually, the club in Mykonos is going to, we're now in talks because it's going to change. Okay. Uh, a big company bought us out, basically. You know, it was a very big proposal in Mykonos. Congratulations. So the place, thank you very, very much. In terms of like an investment and business-wise, it was an amazing yes. proposal. And we... We've been like not bought, but you know, the Lohan Beach Club is going to open under the umbrella of something else in Mykonos. But I cannot okay. reveal yet. You're going to find out soon because it's going to be on the site and everything. Um, as for the nightclub, we still have the nightclub in Athens. It's going to open on September again because it's a winter club, it's a winter season. So it opens from September till May okay. and every season. And we're opening a new one tomorrow. On in Athens, in the south of Athens, uh, it's, it's the place, the, the area is Athens Riviera, where Four Seasons is, like the big new hotel that they just built it, and all these, like, top nightclubs and stuff for summer, and we're opening nice. tomorrow. Oh, congratulations, that's wonderful. Thank you and so much. Not- we have some proposals now from outside of Greece, which is a very good thing. Yes. And, you know, slowly, slowly, we're starting to do our own thing. I mean, in terms of, like, you know, we're talking about restaurants now and stuff, but we're not going to name them all Lohan, right. you know. We should start right. thinking about other names as well. It's not going to be, like, uh, the, we're not going to be Trump anytime soon. <laughs> so we need to think about other names. It's a big group of companies. 
Yes, yes. So how is Lindsay and how is your business relationship with her right now? How is she doing? So far it's amazing. We spoke like uh, a couple of days ago. She's about to come here, see what's going on, you know. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. Right. And uh, so you we're are... what we're going to do with Mykonos at the moment. Okay. And then you are like a conglomerate. You do business with other investors. You do business with other brands. Exactly. And... That's what I'm talking about. Like, you yes. know, I'm in terms of like opening other stuff as well. So I'm okay. in the middle of this, of Lohan. But uh, we're, we're doing Lohan as well. We're not, uh, we're keeping up doing it. And we're doing pop-up places of Lohan as well. We're thinking about, we're talking with, Dubai investors as well to do something nice. there. It's yes. going to be fabulous. So when people do something like this, like this person that put this out there, I mean, I know you, you know, they had to take a break from the show because of it, you know, until it was cleared up. What, how do you handle stuff like that? How do you personally handle stuff like that? Cause I know you're really positive. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Uh, you never know what people can and will say about you. Um, I, I found that the sort of end result for me was overwhelmingly positive uh, because while, yes, it, it was unfortunate and it, and it sort of derailed a number of, of plans and projects that I was very excited about, um, yeah. it also sort of overwhelmingly showed me that the people who I do work with who do know me uh, and and others from my past, um, you know, backed me up and said, yeah. "This is silly. This is not the guy we know and who we work with." And and um, and it became very clear very quickly that uh, that's just not the case. So um, so in a weird way, I feel that it sort of became a badge of honor for me to say, "Like, look, you know, it, it, you can come at me. You can you can say whatever you want." Uh, if if I were a scumbag and if and if I had done terrible things um, to people in the past, this would have been the perfect opportunity for everyone to say, you know what, what an asshole. Me uh, too, me too, me too. Right. Like, do you think this individual was just looking for attention and it was kind of like last year, so when the whole Me Too thing was coming out, was it just like her way of trying to like jump on the bandwagon of that? Like, just briefly your perspective I on that. I, 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 I've already spent too much energy trying yeah. to figure out why she would say something of that sort. But I, I don't, I'm not mad at her. I, I, I'm actually mostly curious, I think the way that you are to, to know what, yeah. what it was that she did or didn't want. And I don't even necessarily discredit her experience. I mean, look, I, it was, it was years ago. She remembers something a certain way. I obviously remember very differently along with everybody else who was there, but it it was her experience. And, and I'm no less supportive of the me too movement than I was before that happened or that I, than I could be ever because. Yeah. Well, that's a whole different, I was just using it. No, no, of course. No, but I mean, like I, I, I really believe that like, it's important that she expressed herself, whatever her motives were. And that, and that if, there was a you know just cause to to investigate, which there was that that like there's a due process, and I and I and I really think women, whether again whether she was consciously lying or or just sort of had the experience strangely twisted in her head, she deserves to be heard, 
and and her story should be respected and her experience should be valued and like that's fine um but you're right it it does have a huge ripple effect that that unfortunately you know i have to deal with um, yeah you know what's awesome the biggest the most important thing that you said is that you're you know that you've forgiven and i think the message here the bigger message here no matter what you've been through with anyone, like everybody has disappointments and discouragements in life. Everyone does, no matter if it's a business deal, it's a relationship, it's, you know, whatever, your parents, whatever it is. But when we let go, when we truly just leave it in God or the universe's hands and we let go of it, you know, the universe takes care of that. God takes care of that in his time. Like we don't have to, when we forgive, we're the ones that free that are free. When we don't forgive, that's what causes us the bondage. And I also love what you said. You've already spent too much time and energy, like just trying to figure out why. Because sometimes we go, we mull over things in our head, and we try to figure out people's motives. And then we just have to understand that it is their perspective, and they have their own set of issues or perspectives. So I love what you said. Thank you for even talking about that. I had to bring it up. What's going on with the show right now? What is, are you guys filming right now? Oh yeah. We just started season 12. It's amazing already. Um, I, we filmed some stuff together all already. Um, and then I was away and I know that they filmed some really real, like people need to tune into season 12 because what goes down in the first two episodes that I've been told, it's going to be something they've never seen, like on the season, like on the series. Um, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be hilarious. When does that start? When does that launch off? Do you know when that premieres? They haven't told us because last year we premiered or we premiered this year. Like, I think it was in January. And um, so I think we started shooting in early May, which is, like, okay. not too long ago. So I, they say we're going to premiere this year, but, you know, you never know what um, right, right. how that Production works. Production and all that stuff, yeah. Because we you shoot, like, 10, 10, 10 months out of, out of the year. So I do Ooh. know, like, they have some good stuff in store, and then we'll see what they follow with us, you know, Josh and I are talking babies. I, my business is growing. It's booming. Like, I have stuff coming out. I have a website coming out. I have... Yes! Baby, you're a fire, you're Come on, show them why. 